welcome to episode two of the Peasant Lounge, brought to you by WROL. I am Rundown, and with me is Protensis. Howdy. Howdy. Um, tonight, um, we're going to be going over um, what we, uh, pretty much a newbie farm list, newbie to mid-game farm list of characters that, in our opinion, should be the ones gone after. Um, it's not a tier list. I refuse to do tier lists for beginning and mid-game, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if Protensis shares that opinion, but I am not a fan of doing tier lists for beginning and mid-game. I am not a fan of it for the fact that certain characters are great until you get to certain car- parts of the game, and then yep. they fall off. And, and, and that's just it. Like, And some characters are just not available. Exactly. And then you have characters that are on one node that take forever in a data farm that by the time you get them usable, you probably have better than them. Or, and, you're, and you're ready for endgame. <laughs> right. And you're ready for endgame, so this discussion probably doesn't revolve around you. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, not sure how you want to um, get this list started. I mean, I can go through what I've got because I uh, typed out a list like I told you off recording. <laughs> Let's go with. We, go we can go from there. Let, let's go with the list, and then just kind of go with reactions to that list, and that okay. way we're not just going through two different lists and be like, "Yeah, sure." And then it's more fluid that way. Yeah. So, um, I have a list of pretty much every leader that you can farm in the campaign um, on my list of farmable characters because having um, a um, a an array of leaders to help you um, deal with whatever situations may come your way team-wise is, in my opinion, a good way to go. Um, obviously, Hal Jordan with seven campaign nodes. Uh, Cheetah's got seven campaign nodes as a um, blue character, and she's also farmable in Red Alert, so you get several, a, a couple different ways to get um, her shards. Um, I have Zatanna, um, because she can do some decent damage and can heal your team. Um, survival Suit Lex Luthor, obviously. Um, for obvious reasons, everyone uses Lex. The overheals are amazing. The debuffs when you get them to the debuff immunity, the buff immunity that you can put on people when you get them in legendary is good. Uh, he's all around, probably still one of the best leaders in the game, um, and he's heavily farmable. Um, and then you have Green Arrow, Emerald Archer. Um, I slept on him. I don't. I didn't get him, but like I like I talked to you about how I dealt with my. Um, my trash fire of a roster. So this is this is a very much a list of do do as I say, not as I do scenario. Because <laughs> this was me learning from mistakes. Um, I also have Cyborg. Um, believe it or not, because farming him is easy. He's in the campaign. I know a lot of people don't really use, um, like using him outside of raids, but um, he's a leader, um, and he, he can hit pretty hard. Um, but you know he's farmable through the uh, Alliance shop. And um, like I think through um, and uh, through the campaign, so um, getting him ready, getting him ready for raids is not a bad idea. And then you have Deadshot, Deadshot and Cyborg, the yep. two overlooked can't miss characters. Yep, yep. And they're you know and exactly like you just said they're can't, they they're can't they they are can't miss characters. Um, Cyborg, like I said, is great for raids. What tier is he for raids? That WRO put? I want to say he was close to... Let's see here. He Sorry, is guys. in C tier for raids. But... C tier for raids, but, but... 
you've got Scarecrow, where that yep. C tier and his can't miss becomes A right off the bat. Yep. yep. Especially for mid-games where your options of getting... And this is something else that we'll discuss going into this. The fact that there are characters that are listed higher in the tiers for end that we won't have in tiers here, like yep. Alman, because they're simply put outside of getting... Right. Yeah. Outside of getting packs and being able to spend gems on them, you're not going to be able to farm them. So it's a will be nice when available. Yeah. Until then, you know, for new players, don't stress that you don't have them. There's alternatives. But do you share my opinion on farming pretty much all the leaders? Yeah. Because yeah. I find myself, even at Gear 9, switching in and out between Lex and Martian Manhunter and for the pesky blues that I really want to kill fast and get through the fights with, that dead shot lead, the yep. automatic crit, and just be also, done with them. It's also a great counter to Harley Quinn Mad Jester, because they can't miss. Also, for those wondering, it's a perfect... I won't say perfect, but it is a great counter to Cassandra Kane, oh, which yep. is another can't annoying, miss. because he can't yep. miss her, which yep. means if you use his first shot on her, especially with his you know, big hit that he has takes her right out of the game fast. And, and that's why Cyborg is a good counter to her too because another can't miss character and affinity advantage. Yes. So, there you go. Obviously, for obvious reasons, um, Hal Jordan, because um, it's Hal Jordan and he's still one of the best leaders of the game. Even if he doesn't hit overly hard with his basic, he's not meant to. He's meant to call assist. He's meant to um, do, um, what is it, crit immunity? He does full debuff immunity at the beginning full of fights. Yep, yep. So again, I, he was a... I don't have him leveled up, and I should have. He was a great choice for the Scarecrow raid if you didn't have Alman because the debuff immunity, at least for a couple of turns, protected you from the hit-down chances enough to where Miss Martian and whoever you had in your third spot, which was for me, was Martian Manhunter, and yep. then ended up having Deadshot or Cyborg switch in and out for that fourth spot. She was keeping them under buffed and those debuffs off of them after those debuff immunities ran off with her cleanse and call assist shield move that she has so it was one of those where it just worked out perfectly so there was yeah. alternatives even through raid that most yep. people just the frustration set in most people weren't thinking about it it, it kind of felt like offering help during that situation with some of those characters you were just I don't know, adding to people's frustrations. Yeah, people were heated. That raid, like, people were heated. Ooh, yeah, it was super <laughs> heated, and at the end, I made, I even made a couple comments where it was just like, hey guys, if we're not going to be frustrated, uh, let, let, write these guys down, because you'll need them next raid. <laughs> because ne next year, next year, next Halloween, when they throw this Scarecrow raid at us again, you'll have these characters ready to go, rather than getting enraged. <laughs> Don't sleep on the cat miss characters for scarecrow raids. Exactly. <laughs> um, that's pretty much the moral of that story, or or the characters that can overcome those debuffs like Owlman and Steppenwolf. But again, these characters are not easily bully farmable, so that's not what we're talking about today. So we just got off on a little tangent, and that's okay. Um, I have only one support character, um, and that's Star Sapphire. Um, the reason why I'm saying Star Sapphire and Pretense is making a face at me. <laughs> uh, she only has one node in the campaign, but she is very available to farm in red alerts. 
and her rework is amazing and a great counter Lex. I was making the face because I was getting to the point where I was just like, all right, so I really want to drop this bit of advice on Star Sapphire. If she's the 25 point, or I'm sorry, 25 frag in Red Alert, refresh. Just refresh. Refresh. I, I was yes. having a hard time holding that comment back. I wanted to just jump in the middle of it and be like, <laughs> refresh every time she's 25. Because she is that good. She yep. is that counter to Lex now that we've all been asking for, especially at mid-game where Lex can just almost single-handedly run over your squad with everything that he can do. Yeah, her and, third ability just neuters him. And the fact that she's got that debuff immunity on her third, you open with that and it instantly shuts down Lex squads. It instantly yep. shuts down Lex squads. If not shuts them down prior to them getting started, stops them in their tracks. Yeah, I, I cannot speak more highly of the Star Sapphire rework than. I think it's probably one of the better reworks I've seen in a while. She's amazing now. Honestly, I would grade her rework on the level of Hippolyta's rework. Yeah. Where it took a character that was at times and turned them into a holy crap. This is almost can't miss now. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's just. Everyone's been, a lot of people have been talking about a counter to Lex because you see Lex Luthor everywhere. He's on every team now. And, um, like, every competitive team you see Lex lead. Um, my boards are usually full of Lex leads. So I try to I try to squeeze in Star Sapphire wherever I can now and just try to make sure I have tunes that can smack, you know, throw some smackage uh, down on the rest of the team before those buffs wear off or I'm able to kill off Lex so they overheal so that way the debuffs don't fall off and overheal kicks in. And what I absolutely love about her is she actually <laughs> once she gets overhealed those double smacks those double smacks oh when my she gets God, double pop oh. because she's still hitting you with strength down she's still hitting you with intelligence downs and she's hitting you pretty good for damage so it's a, it's, it's a trifecta of F you to the face. <laughs> <laughs> so the Star Sapphire work is is amazing. So I can't I can't stress enough because you can. She only has one note in the campaign, but you can get her in red alerts, and you can farm her pretty decently in red alerts. She comes up often. But yeah, um, and I'm looking at the prior month's tier list, and I'm looking at her at C tier. Like, yeah, that's gonna change. <laughs> that just got bumped up. That just got bumped up. Because <laughs> the speed of her double pops is gonna be amazing in raids. Well, and you pointed out a great thing with her under St. Walker lead, where yep. you call her to assist, and she's doing four instead of two, and there's not much that is going to survive that so if they could survive the first one to begin with. Here's a funny thing what I've seen. If I'm down to only St. Walker and Star Sapphire, I call assist St. Walker himself, he double pops, and then she pops off four times. So that's six attacks potentially on him, on one character if, um, if, if the RNG goes in the right direction. <laughs> That's six rapid-fire attacks. <laughs> Call her assist with dead man. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Call her assist with dead man, and it's pretty Call much... Pretty all over the place, oh. man. I love call assist. It's my fa one of my favorite abilities in the game, but that's no secret. Um, <laughs> just one of those ones where it was like, oh, man, I've seen, I've seen overhealed greens get just decimated by her. Oh, in, yeah. in one shot, and it's like, okay, she's still got a second one, but I guess we don't need that right now. <laughs> yeah, there's been a couple of fights where I thought I was going to lose, and it was down to St. Walker and uh, Star Sapphire by themselves. 
and I call assisted St. Walker on himself just to see what would happen, just to see if the, the, if the, the call assist would work the way I thought it would, and literally watched a character get attacked six times. And it was gorgeous. <laughs> I think it was Power Girl, too. Like, Power Girl got obliterated. <laughs> Just owning Power Girl left and right. Who, by the way, uh, I think we're going to get into the subject of those tanks next, right? Yeah, we can go, to, we can go down to the Taunters. Yeah, absolutely. Or are, we going, are we going down to the Taunters? Because I honestly, I'm looking at the support list, and yeah. it's a very short list at early. It really is. It's yeah, a very it short really list is. at early. Um, and the only one I have, like I said, on my list for support is Star Sapphire. Yeah, it, it's just a I really... Mean, I guess you could argue Zatanna could be a support character because of her healing, but she's a leader character as well. You could argue quite vexing because of her raid support, but... But she's not farmable. She, right. She's a red alerts, and that's about it. So Oh, that's right. That, she is a red alerts, but yeah. Um, but that's it. So I guess, I mean... But she doesn't. She's not one of the ones that comes up like a big time. Yeah, she's not a frequent one. Yeah, she comes up maybe. I'm not sure how frequent, but it's not often. You do get a decent amount when she comes up, though. Um, I'd have to do the. I'd have to take a look and see how often she comes up. So but, this month alone, she'll only be up for 74 frags for November. So she's going to be one that if you see her out there and you have the extra gems to spare, yeah, sure, go for the refreshes. If you don't. There's going to be another month where she's out there more, and that's kind of how it works with red alerts. It's a swamp thing a month with him having 114. Right, and we'll get to those characters too. Um, but yeah, we'll go to taunters next. So taunters, I've got Solomon Grundy because you can get him in the campaign and red alerts, and Grundy smacks. He can resurrect himself, um, and he's when you get him to legendary, he's a turn zero taunter. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Right. And Especially just, against the green team. For those that are playing the home game, you just saw me make a face like, uh-huh, turn zero <laughs> taunters at early game, especially especially a blue that can kind of soak Argus's damage. Yep. If not soak it, he's going to pop back up from his res at least once in order to keep him going. So and retaliates. Yeah. And re- <laughs> How many Arcuses have death immunity right now in early to mid game? <laughs> if he's enraged, and he retaliates, <laughs> and he hits a welcome, green, it's game over. Welcome to game <laughs> over. Yeah. Um, so this one is going to be, um, this one's going to be one of those ones that you're bringing her in to sacrifice her, in my opinion. That's Harley Quinn, Mad Jester. She's campaign farmable, and you can get her through. Um, the red shards uh, PvP shard, so she's easily farmable. Um, she eventually becomes a turn zero taunter. She can do some decent damage. She throws intelligence downs, which is great against special uh, damage characters. Um, she retaliates. She can enrage other characters, which I mean, depending on the character, um, might not necessarily be a good thing, like Grundy right. <laughs> or Guy Gardner, but. Um, <laughs> But the the good thing about her is that um, she's a red she's a red taunter, taunter and there aren't that many in early game, so she's a red character that taunts and there aren't any that's farmable really in, in early to mid game, unless you spend money when they when they pop up or you get extremely lucky and your PvP packs give you Barda, which right. yeah you have to be really lucky 
and that's that's not even that's not even on my farm list because there's no guarantee. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about packs and the characters in packs all day, but on the flip side of that, like you said, the alliance shop with being able to spend tokens directly for characters, you can get your leads like Deadshot hired gun from there. Yep. It's worth investing in some of the characters from the shop, which yep. I think we'll get to later. Which like, jumping you ahead. get those shards to playing PvP anyway, so it's it's free shards. Right. You know? And um, so the reason why I say you're bringing her in to sacrifice her is because her, um, her ability to dodge uh, is not great. It's very heavily RNG-based. Um, and the more, like, if a character swings at her and they miss, she has a chance to get um, the evasions. Is that what it... Um, let me see. Uh, yeah, the evasion ups. Um, as you bring her up and gear up and stuff like that. So that percentage... I mean, if you're able to get her ramped up... When she works, she works amazing. The problem is that she doesn't always work. So when you're bringing her in, it's to taunt, take the heat off of characters you're trying to ramp up, and chances are you're going to lose her. So don't go in expecting a three-star win when you bring her in. And then be pleasantly surprised when you get one because she worked perfectly like you were supposed to. <laughs> right. Especially early to mid-game, you're bringing her in to die. <laughs> yeah. You're pretty much bringing her in for the initial part of the fight to, even if it's a campaign note, just to make sure that that damage gets soaked by somebody. Right. And then to, getting to ramp through up it. Arcus, to ramp up anyone really absolutely you know but when those magical uh, moments happen where she evades 17 straight shots and then counter attacks <laughs> and everybody's like yeah she's doing her job only for the next fight her to instantly die in the first turn <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> so i still say she is worth farming because she when she works she works amazing um but she can be a frustrating character Still worth farming, still worth getting. Because so, she does do decent damage, and she does her job. When she does her job, she does it amazing. I'm also going to toss this in uh, to this, because I think it's a great it's a great viewpoint to look at when it comes to Harley Quinn. She is a streamer's best friend and worst enemy. Oh my god. <laughs> when she works amazing on stream, we can get excited about it. When she dies, it gives us a failure to like laugh at for about five minutes. Or you want to throw your keyboard through the window. <laughs> <laughs> one of those things where it's like, I, it, it may be streamer bias that we're saying farmer, because <laughs> um, she, she makes great content, infuriating <laughs> and satisfying all at the same time, just like her character in the comics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, this one is a popular one, Kemo. Kemo is a taunter and lots of debuffs. Doom throwing doom on somebody. <laughs> Watching them, you know, um, so he's a great character to have for a taunter. Um, he can take a hit. Um, and he's easily farmable. I believe he, yeah, he comes up in red alerts often, and he's campaign farmable. So, and the beautiful can't stress about, that enough. Don't sleep on Camo like I did. The beautiful part about Camo is he also gives you something in early game that you really kind of don't have access to in speed downs. Yes. He can even up a fight really, really fast while soaking decent damage if he gets lucky at certain points with that taunt. Unless yep. he gets legendary and you get the pre-taunt first, it's still a little bit of luck and RNG attached to him, but 
he's got enough other skills to make up for that, especially in early game where speed downs are just something you don't get to see. The bleeds, the disease, and the fact that... Um, so I, I had to do this this morning inside of our Discord with talking about debuffs. And for those that aren't aware of what disease does, the, what is it, 3% true damage to the entire team if one person is diseased and has a 15% chance to spread to somebody else so it could rack up to 12% at one time. Uh, It won't be every turn, but it'll be that specific character's turn, but it'll still be 12% overall. Unchecked, it can wreak havoc on your team. So, yeah, and at early game when there's no counters for that because you don't have... You may not, I, I shouldn't say don't, you may not have a cleanse available yet. Right. That is dangerous to all hell and back for right. in mid-game. And I, I feel really, I feel salty for the guys that are sitting there like, Kemo just ruined my team in red alerts. Avoid him in red alerts at all yes. possible until you yes. get a counter for him, like how Jordan lead or a cleanser or... You get lucky, and magically, there's a great sale for somebody like Miss Martian that can yep. kind of pop that off a character with yep. a turn that's on an easy longer. cooldown. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, these are characters you're going to be looking to buy or hoping for an event for. So it's just like, and I'm never going to say, you know, you should buy a character because you shouldn't. <laughs> Especially early in mid game. I have, I have made that mistake, and yep. I will never. Unless I did it for science. Like I, said, like I said, unless it's a character you really want because it's your favorite character, um, or it's going to progress you to a legendary because you only need like you need that number of shards or something like that. But nine times out of ten, I'm going to say don't buy. Oh, yeah. And we did it for science on the stream <laughs> with getting some of the newer characters and testing them out. And that was... I, I won't say it was a full-blown regret because I loved the guys that I bought... And what I bought wound up giving me enough gems to level other characters up with them. Gear out, bring out, all that. But at the same point, I would never be like, yes, I'm expecting you to drop X amount of money or X amount of gems on this character when it comes out. Because no, no. And what we're saying is, like, we're not saying don't ever buy a character. What we're saying is you don't need to. Absolutely. You'll never hear it out of my mouth, which is buy this one and it's out now, unless unless it's one of the person's favorite characters, or it's one of the rare, rare, rare can't miss that hardly ever show their faces, and yep. the deal is especially good. Yep. But few and far between. Right, but especially for early game, I mean, let's say I'm, a, I'm, I'm you know, uh, just starting the game. I'm one month into the game. And this amazing Larflees package drops. Don't buy it necessarily because you're not going to be able to farm him to get him to the legendaries that you need later on. And speaking of just purging debuffs from a target, Star Satfire, mm-hmm. second, purges four debuffs from both herself and whoever she heals. That's right. Yep. She it's, is a all around support character. It's she her legendary. Damage. Yep. But. If you're farming your red alerts, you're refreshing on her days because of her rework, you're going to get her there anyway, so you're going to have that cleanse when you need it for times like this. She's one of those characters that does it all. She does decent damage, she debuffs the hell out of of the opponent's team, and she's support for your team. She can heal you herself and throw mends for days, 
It's it's and she can purge debuffs. It's it's she can do a little bit of everything. And that's love. <laughs> Cue but the like, Frank Sinatra music here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but like no, but um so like all I'm all we're saying is like this is supposed to be about farming the um the characters that are easy to get. We're not saying don't ever buy the characters you want to get because I mean the the game's got to make money, <laughs> otherwise there's no game. But we're also going to say like you don't need to this game. These characters you can are a decent roster of characters that will help you get through the the beginning of the game to mid tier game, and that way you're ready to start getting those more rare characters. The only advice I will ever give about going from one of the milestone gaps to the next one. And when I say milestone gaps, is like, if you just started out and you're going to, what, 40 gear 6 or 7? Stay there for a little bit. Start gathering your resources. 50 gear 9. Stay mm-hmm. there. Start leveling not only... Or I'm sorry, not leveling, but start gathering your not only your resources at this point, but your legendaries and everything else. Because you're right at that point where the whole package starts to come together. And moving up without certain aspects to that puts you at a severe disadvantage. Or if you're like running myself, you just start leveling and doing the things you need to be doing, and then you're at a severe disadvantage anyway because you're in between two stop gaps, (laughs) and the game hates you. (laughs) And that's still going to happen. Like Once you start moving into another tier of the game, you're going to struggle. It's frustrating. I'm doing it right now. I'm actually starting to G11 my tunes, and... I have, I have hit a stone wall in certain areas, and I am beating my head off of it, and it's frustrating. But at the same time, um, I know there's another there is getting to the other side of that stop gap, and once I get there, the game's going to change for me. I pushed myself to that with uh, Star Sapphire over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So what went from being decently achievable race boards went from oh, cool, I have a, I have zero teams on my board that are under 20k now. I Unless they're bot teams, I have the most eclectic group of level, or power level 20k and above teams on the board. And it's like, great, I have counters for this, but now it's all RNG dependent because we're pretty much even. And it's just because she boosted the power of my top four up, and that put me and right into the bracket. The bracket. Mm-hmm. Yep, moved into another bracket. I just got moved into another bracket because um, if I put my most powerful team um, characters on one team, I'm at 32k. So I'm my my PVP boards are 32k plus now, and I'm like, oh no. But I but at the same time, I I, I just it's another wall to get past, and you know it's growing pains of the game, and that's just the way it goes, you know. But all right, so any other taunters we want to bring up? I think I brought up all the taunters. Oh no, I did. I missed. I missed one. Power Go ahead girl. with the one. Yeah, Power Girl. I was actually going to say Power her. Girl. Uh, <laughs> she is a taunter that you can farm in Red Alerts. And I was going to say Power Girl for the fact that, yeah, while she is somebody you should farm and can farm, she is a bit weak before getting to her legendaries. And well, once you get there. Yeah, but once you get there, <laughs> there she is Power Girl for a reason. She... she... 
It's like I, I had her. attacks a lot of times. Yeah, I had her before the legendary mark and was like, I don't get everybody's opinion of this. Then went against the legendary one. I was like, all right, so we're farming her. Yeah, I only have her at L two, and I still love her at L two. So I can't wait. I can't wait to get her past L two. <laughs> yeah, I have her at L three, and I'm like, I really want to keep going with that. Yeah, she's worth it. She is worth it. And um, and she's not a character that. Yeah, sure. As you get towards end, everybody tapers off, and you're you're going to start seeing that. But as you're going through it's trying to level, come up a little bit more often now. Though mm-hmm. I'm starting to see a little a bit her a bit more often. Well, and as you're going through campaign, she's yep. perfect for campaign. I mm-hmm. hitting underneath shields, all of that, all that matters at early game. All that yep. matters at, especially from. Late early game to almost beginning mid game, hitting under shields can just win you matches, Absolutely. which is why I wish Kilowog was farmable because he can oh do that on God. his basic, uh, and that would solve a I'm lot so of your buffs while hitting under shields. Right, uh, that would <laughs> that would solve a lot of late early game, early mid game issues for people. Yep. But I can't even suggest dropping the gems on him when he's in the shop right now because he's too new and he hasn't hit that. Wow, that's too good of a deal to pass up phase yet, right? It, but I wish he did. <laughs> like I yeah, wish. I know. I know. <laughs> you were going through. I, 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 I was talking to you off record, off um, off recording, and I was like, you're "Like, I really want to get Kilowog. I really want to do it, but he's so expensive." <laughs> it's like, can I justify twenty two k gems for five hundred shards of him, which would get him to L four, almost L five for me, and it's like, but those are twenty two k gems that I could put in the lower half of my roster and yeah. get everybody up to gear nine, and that way I have a variety of characters to move up to gear ten with me when I need when I need to, yeah. or do I just drop twenty two k on farming everything, including legendaries for people, and just take up what I already have? So I, I was lucky during his event. Because um, I got him to L four during the event, and then PVP hit, and I got him to L five. So, um, I didn't I didn't sleep on Kilowog. <laughs> the only reason why I have him at L three, I believe already. Yeah, I have him at L three half. We're actually three fourths of the way, um, through L four. So he's one fifty six to two forty for me, and it's just like I wish he was on these farmable lists because he would be the next to immediately. Because of his skill set, because of the fact that he has that selectable stun <laughs> yep, yep. that you can open the fight with. And, I'm going to yeah. hit you in AoE, but this guy's getting stunned. <laughs> and, we're, and we're reducing turn meter while doing it. Yep. But, um, tangent, yeah, sorry, sorry about the tangents <laughs> about other characters, guys, but this is, this is the things that you're going to be looking at as you enter from mid-game up. Mid-game forward, you're going to start looking at the other characters and stuff like that. What this is meant to do is to get you to that point where you can start looking at the more rare characters. You want a balanced roster. You want a roster that's going to help you play the game. And that way, when you're ready, you can start getting the more rare tunes and start expanding on that roster. A good point was made during the anniversary challenge. that, And especially during the hero challenges. And we can thank some of our newer players, who we, we all know, one of them who streams with yep. us, which is Lumina, who yep, pointed my, out that... <laughs> who pointed out that as you're going through the hero challenge, yes, you'll get to a certain part in there and you'll be able to cut off, but most of those, especially the ones for new heroes that are dropping, 
you can still farm those specific nodes that drop their shards every day and you yep. can wind up getting might not be as much as everybody else with getting to l5 or rebirth run right off the fact like right off the bat but yep. you might get them to r5 regular five stars regular four stars and they're still solid enough at where they're at for their come around again for either packs or another six day or, or however they work it where you can finish exactly where you can finish yeah. them off like hawk girl i started when hawk girl was a thing i got her to three stars when her event came back around i finally had to roster to take her all the way up to l3 and yep. it was one of those things where i was like yeah finally moving up in this world and then the next hero challenge was like let me smack you back down to earth son <laughs> right because i, I had to, like four of the her, characters yeah i got her to l3 too from her event and um i need to i need to slow gear her and get her leveled up because i'm running into those stun teams and <laughs> they're too good to pass up gotta do it all right so we've covered the taunters i think yeah um, next is what MMO players like to call the DPS or the straight up damage I'm going to hit you in the face um, the top of this list in my opinion and I know the end game players are going to laugh Batman Cape Crusader the reason why I say Batman Cape Crusader you get to level 20 in the game you have a friend with a code L1 instantly plus he's one of your earliest unlocked physicals in the game he's outside so of flammable. Deadshot Yep. He's one of the He's first. One of the easiest to farm. Um, you can, you get someone with a friend code L one instantly. He is going to be a first legendary one. And there's even if it's not someone you know, you hit you hit the Reddit, you hit online. Like anyone got a friend code because they're going to want the gems too. <laughs> yeah, unless they've hit their ten re, uh, referral cap, it's a thousand gems for the person who refers you. It's three thousand for you and two hundred Batman shards. Yep. So and, welcome to L1 Batman Cape yeah. Crusader, and as my my lovely wife Lumina Dragon likes to say, he is boots to asses. <laughs> he really is, because once he hits that invisible spot, he's critting left and right, and he's he's got the typical assassin build. So yep. the second he does the boot to face, it's instantly almost one-shotting, unless he's got affinity disadvantage against greens. But even then, he's doing significant damage to where someone else can just pick them off next turn. I mean, on top of the fact that you can get him to L1 instantly, he has several nodes in the campaign, and you can get him from the red um, the red PvP shards. He's a common. He's going to come up. Oh god, he was my... <laughs> this is sad but true, but he was my first L5. And he's probably going to wind up being close to one of the first ones I can rebirth because his shards were just everywhere. I've seen people rebirth him. I mean, say what you will um, about the character as a whole needing a rework or whatnot, um, but he still his hit does solid work. Okay. I mean, it's not going to be... Once you reach endgame, he's not going to be the first guy you bring in, but he has a spot. Say what you will about reworks, but everybody's going to get one at some point. And yeah, people sure. are going to get five, but <laughs> as, the, as the game evolves, people are going to get reworks, and yeah. you're going to see Superman get like five more reworks. So <laughs> Superman will get an additional three, and then Batman will finally get his first one. And <laughs> Batman CC, because yeah. the other ones because the Dark Knight, as you love to call him, already got a rework. Actually, didn't he get like two reworks, or is it only one? I think it's only one, but don't quote me on that because. Wasn't his original Infinity Red when he was released, and now he's green? Yeah. 
So he yeah. did. He did a, that. Was a rework. Yeah, so. I I wasn't around for that. So Neither was. <laughs> thank God. Uh, I'm just going back from what people have said in the past. But anyway, moving on. Batman Cape Crusader. Don't sleep on him because he's going to be a great red tune uh, for beginning and mid game. Um, Bane is another one um, because he's just easy to get, and he does work. Um, he, he's going to be one of those ones that you might taper off at some point, but he's easy to get and he hits hard. He does his job. Um, he's he he is campaign farmable and uh, red shard farmable from the PvP. Then there's the specific diamond in the rough that is out there in Huntress. Yep. Who oh, I yeah. knew you were going to get to, but <laughs> uh, she was my next one. Actually, it was pretty good. Was pretty uh, good. Between her and I, I will say it. I thought about not, but I will say it. Um, even though I think she's even at a disadvantage, much like we were talking about with uh, <clears throat> some of the other ones, is Catwoman. Yep. Both Diamond and the Rough characters. Yep. Uh, Huntress, everybody kind of knows what she does with having yep. the heal immunity on basic when she hits Lesson. Or actually, not basic, but every turn every that she turn. does something uh, on her kit. And just being able to, when you get her to high legendary, she just ignores so much, even affinity disadvantage. Not uh, to mention when you're when um, the enemy team is almost the character, the tune's almost dead. She'll snipe them. She'll attack out of turn and snipe them. She will attack out of turn and snipe, and because it's still technically her turn, that heal immunity goes up. Revive stop. Yep. So nice counter. Great assassin too. Yes. And a nice counter to the Swamp Thing revives, the White Lantern Sinestro revives you see out there, yep. the Cersei Grundy. revives, Grundy. Even though she's at affinity disadvantage, but if she can get that kill shot in, he ain't coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, I've got Yellow Lantern Sinestro. And there's a pause. There's there's a pause because it's like for every time I want to say no, he's not great for early game or any game or just why, uh, he actually is. Yep. He, he's not bad. He just could be so much better. But he's easily farmable, and that's the point. But you know, yeah. But he is. He is. He is again awarded for what? Just beating the first campaign. Like the first chapter yep. of the campaign, he's just awarded yep. to you for he, that. He's the, yeah, he's the he's the third, uh, the third node in chapter one. He's the third. Or he's the fourth node in chapter one's heroic, but I want to say yep. he's the he's like he's actually unlocked just by beating chapter one's. I'm sorry, not chapter. Yeah, chapter one's uh, full chapter. At the like end good, of it, good they memory because I don't remember any of that nonsense. <laughs> yeah, it, it, he's awarded to you for that, and Deadshot's awarded to you for I think chapter two, doing the normal nodes there. He's they're right. basically just handed to you, and, yeah, and they're, they're two the solid characters. Yep. Um, yep. Little l- tapered off towards the end, yes, but I have seen. I see uh, a lot. I see him often in Endgame. I, I see enough people use him in Endgame to where I'm like, all right, he's a he's. To coin the phase or phase to coin the phrase role player, yeah, he he's a role player in teams and all right. His AOE is pretty good. It does some damage. If I can get his legendary costume reworked to where he's not a flying banana, that would be great, though. <laughs> 
I, I just spend the 1,000 gems and go back to his I, basic. I hate to be stuck on aesthetics, but that one. Oh my god, this, <laughs> he looks like a WoW character. God, that one is like... His shoulders. Yeah, um, for those who will get this reference, thanks for making Burning Crusade yellow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I needed more yellow Burning Crusades instead of green. Yep. <sighs> Alright, so just... next up, the next two are going to be pretty obvious because they're hard slappers. They're only red alert farms, but they come up often. I'm going to start with the with the uh, mystical version, and that is going to be Etrigan. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> he's another one that doesn't technically need his legendaries to be great, but as he gets his legendaries... Um, good luck. Just oh good luck God. stopping him. Once uh, he ramps up, it's game over, man. Like, um, I, is he counterable? Yes. He is, he, once you get up there, he is easy to counter. But if he, if he does his work, he, he gets going, he can obliterate teams because he, he can attack at a turn. He's constantly buffing himself and overhealing himself and giving himself an intelligence stack for days. It's just, he's, He's ludicrous. <laughs> he goes from um, from sublight to plaid, and it's just <laughs> he's gone plaid, sir. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're seeing me make the face because I'm looking at my speed chart for him, and I'm like, I know he's up towards the top. Yeah, he's 122, so yeah. he's Superman level speed, and yep. he's unlocked hella early to get there really, really fast when it comes to it. Yep. Yeah, I mean in. Yeah, do not sleep on Etrigan. I feel like Etrigan was what they tried to do with Vandal Savage's kit, with getting him to ramp, but they failed. I was wondering if we get through an entire stream without you mentioning Vandal Savage. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm going to bring up a good point here on this one, yeah, because it's, yeah. not so much, it's not so much a rag or a troll on Vandal. It's right. pointing out what one character does in the case of fast ramp, to yep. what another one tries to do doing the same thing, but fails because the ramp takes longer. And his passive ability, even without a legendary, mm -hmm. gives him true sight. Right. And so touchers what? <laughs> and you've got... Okay, so the passive for Gon Gano form of man on Etrigan. 30% chance to use Merlin's Mystic Shield and gain crit immunity on enemy death. And that's on base. That's yeah, base. that's base. That's not even with the extra five intelligence up he gets on legendary from that. And that's the, that's not ringed either. Yeah, that is not and ringed for me at all. That's not ringed because it goes up ten percent every level up to le level eight. And, and <laughs> so then, it starts at 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. It goes to one hundred percent. He gets one hundred percent, and I've had him go against me where he's actually under the uh, he's actually under geared compared to my roster. And once he gets those 100% stacks where somebody gets lucky and gets crit and dies, he goes off, and he goes off into his own little word where he just forgets that he's undergeared and underpowered and winds up, if I can't control him, just wiping me. Yep. Because that's how he is. He's, he's that strong. You gotta get him early. You gotta get him early before it's too late. But no, I like the comparisons to other characters because there are certain kits that kind of match up with each other, like Etrigan, yep. Artemis, to yep. an extent, to an extent, and thanks for hate pointing this out one day, Damien Wayne Robin matches yep. into that, where they get yep. stronger as things die and they start 
getting their boost and based off of that. And Asriel's I, another one. Like Etrigan's like an an an, an, Az, an Azriel in that regard. And here come the nerf Azriel quotes. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna see me sing that. <laughs> no, because that brings us to our next point of Catwoman, which is the free-to-play counter to him. Yep. Because of her skill set and the fact that I'm gonna flaunt this, she's one speed faster than him. And that's all yep. that matters. She's one yep. speed faster than him, and that's all that matters at the end of the game when it comes to that. Because yep. she will instantly, and really, uh, I'm going to say this because I'm going to deviate from the legendary order on her. I went three twice and then one instead of three, one, three, because her third, if hit and run, instantly allows her to steal all awareness and true sight from the target and purge five buffs if target has a positive immunity which he does most of the time. Right. So, hey, guess what? She just completely neutered him on top of then stunning him. So even if something doesn't, you know, work right with that, she's just all the awareness. She's just all the true sight. She's purged all the buffs. He can't do anything. He now has a base 50% chance to counter in all of that. He's out of the fight. Which yep. means the next powerful character that you come up, which hopefully is a green, can just take him out. Yep. And there's, it, that's the answer right there. That's the answer and that everybody's looking for. <laughs> speaking of damage dealing greens, the last on my list for the hard damage is another red alert only farm. And that is the man, the myth, the legend, Arcus. <laughs> I feel like we need a separate... We need a separate... Uh, like. Everybody has their own, uh, what's a great word for it, class in this game with tank, DPS, uh, support, whatever. We need a we need a just different class for that, and it's just Argus class. <laughs> right. I, I, I probably should have had him in the taunter area, actually, because he is a taunter. But he just slaps. I mean, he's not a turn zero taunter. And that's, um, that's probably one of the reasons why I didn't put him on the taunter probably list. Probably for the best. <laughs> probably for the best, yeah. Um... But, like, every time he hit, like, as you get him more powerful, every time he hits, he buffs up strength-wise. That enables a Lex Luthor lead. Um, his challenge gives him death immunity and debuff immunity. And then he just gets a huge stack of strength-ups if you team him up with Kilowog with the enhanced strength-ups. Um, his buff gives him more strength-ups and shields. It's just like, I'm going to hit you in the face, sometimes twice. Also, <laughs> let's not forget that with the Kilowog buff... He also gets shields on top of that, yep. which, and again, boosts his basic damage. So yep. it's like, okay, great. Now I have to worry about whether or not I've stunned Kilowog or, and I brought up stun, sorry, uh, stun guy here. <laughs> but if he's got, if, but if he's challenged, you can't stun him. Right. Because of debuff immunity. So you got to get him early. He's one of those ones you can't let, get, you can't let him pop off because as soon as he taunts, he's death immune. He's debuff. He's he's debuff immune, and he's death immune. So even if you have him at one hit point, he's still there. Sorry, my wife was getting my attention for a second. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. And um, the best part about that is that's where the and that's where going back to having that strong support in Star Sapphire comes into yes. play, because yep. that third debuff immunity 
Oh, please, please do challenge. challenge. If you challenge to me. Because it it's not a challenge anymore, because not only is he not getting his buffs, he then hits like a wet noodle yep. because he's so debuffed in the process. Because so he gets strength downs, yep. It goes back to previous must-farm characters that they... Finally, we have answers. Yep. There are it, answers to the Lexi. There are answers to the Arcus um, damage. There's answers to Etrigan. There's answers... Yeah. And it's all from one character. <laughs> and that's the best part about it. It's one character that can counter all these characters. <laughs> right, and and the other part about it is, and then and I'll get into the farm here for, because uh, I know we're wrapping up pretty much the characters that we wanted to talk about anyway. This is the background farm, and then that's yeah. it. And before touching on the background farm, this is the reason why we talk about legendaries being so important. And taking the time to farm out those legendaries, because if you go in with a L1 Star Sapphire and you've only made one choice, and I hope the choice is putting the debuff immunity on the third, if not, <laughs> okay, fine. I'm sorry, there's not much I can help you with, but please get to L2 and put that on the debuff immunity for the third. Um, Preferably get to L3 before you make this push. <laughs> right. That's where those comments come in at, because if you start making that push without the certain legendaries or legendary skills or them ready for that you still don't have the answers you're looking for going forward and yep. yes it sounds like i'm beating a dead horse but i've heard those comments from mid-game players for months reading all 18 discords that we have <laughs> reading our own discord the reddit reading reddit reading yep. listening to streams listening to you guys talking streams amongst yourselves about it because sometimes i i know i'm bad for it because i'm in the middle of a fight not paying attention but there's still that conversation going around about do i make the push now no because you have a l1 flex and you need at least l3 to make an impact when you get higher up should you make a push at some point yeah i think yeah. you should experience the entire game yes please but don't do it when you're ready <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, let me let me caveat this. Please don't sandbag. Yeah, because I'm yeah. getting to that point where I'm starting to see the frustrations of the people talking about sandbaggers because there's so many guys out there that are at fifty, sixty max gear rebirth characters that have certain guys pushed above everybody else, and they bring down their team level. And they're at a nice part where their team of all, oh, they're 21k just like me, and then you go into the fight and it's like a 8k Black Adam who just rips everybody apart because they've sandbagged in order to get right in the 1500 without being able to be taken out of it. That is, for almost everybody, annoying as all hell and back when you're trying to get through that. And I mean, obviously, at the end of the day, play the game how you want. Our preference is to see you move forward when you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and, you know, and I think I think the community at large would like. We want to see people succeed. Let, let's let's break the fourth wall here real fast, right? Yeah. Thanks, hate for putting the disclaimer up because I'm sure you're going to get some hate for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the, these are the opinions of people that are not not completely yeah. not affiliated with ROL. They're they're, <laughs> they're they're holding our broadcast. Please leave all comments about sandbaggers at our mail drop. Come into our streams <laughs> and yell at us for that because we made yet. that. Better yet, leave it at pretentiousness because I didn't say it. Right. (laughs) 
either or it's fine. Uh, but no, I, I, I actually in this regard. I, I actually started after the initial why are you guys yelling at us for being gear nine, gear ten, and kind of looking back and seeing even the teams I got frustrated with, I was like, Oh crap, I get it now. Because you have people living at that level yep. without trying to make the push forward just collecting the f- everything free that they can, getting their characters in the high rebirth at those gear levels, which are effectively pushing them to gear 11 anyway. Right. And making it harder on everybody else who's trying to make that push up because there's just, there, we can't do anything. Yep. But I mean, like, so... I'm, ne- I'm never going to, you know, shame people for playing the game they want to play, the way they want to play it. But my, my, my whole point is experience the entire game. Do what you can to experience the entire the game in its entirety. Play be, play as a newbie. When you're ready, when you feel like you have a balanced roster, when the gear levels are up, when you have them decently ringed, go to the next level. Become a mid gamer. But Sit big thing, big thing. Please don't rush yourself in the process. I, I know some people will like to zerg through games. If that's your style, great. However, you're gonna run into problems of unbalanced rosters and you're going to struggle have a balanced roster make sure you have um several of each affinity geared up ringed up and leveled up and then push to the next level and start gearing those characters again and start leveling those characters again get yourself in a, in a rhythm a steady rhythm i say slow and i'm not saying going to say slow but steady Steadily increase your character roster. Also, if you are mid-game... And we're getting preachy, so... <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch the subject here. If you're getting to mid-game, and you're getting your first legendary characters, and you're looking for legendary order, yes, there's a legendary order guide out there. Yes, it yep. is great to base your decisions off of, and sometimes use, depending on the character. Yep. But as it's been pointed out, even by guys like Joker, if you're going for specific teams, certain legendaries still take precedence over others. Yep. At mid game and late game, because certain teams need certain legendaries to work right. Yep. Yep. Just just know the characters, know the characters, know the legendaries, and you know play the game how you see fit. All of these are just our opinions, and it's through our own trial and error, and in some cases, like me, lots of big errors <laughs> because I my mean, my roster was a disaster. Speaking <laughs> of speaking of errors and people that have made a ton of them, uh, we want to prevent anybody from going down the road that Dante went down, which was burning through what like three different accounts before he got it right. Oof, and I didn't yeah, know about that. yeah, and that was Oof. something that I've been reading when he was talking about it, and I'm like. All right, dude, you burnt through three different three different accounts before you got the farming aspect right. So maybe we need to come up with a guide of characters that you should farm and explain, okay, cool, so here's Catwoman, here's why you want to farm her, here's her counter for what she does. On the flip side, you already know who counters her because she's red. I mean, we don't have to say Arcus to every red. We don't have to say Arcus to every blue. We don't have to say Arcus to every green. <laughs> the counter is Arcus. The ca- like, hey, early mid-game, the counter is Lex and Arcus. Have fun. Uh, no. Uh... All right. So it's in let's jazz, move to yeah. the background farm. So this is a list of background farmers. These are ones with only one node or they're only in red alerts only. Um, they come up rarely. Um, but they are still farmable. 
They're just a slow fawn. My first on my list is one of my favorite characters, and I'm sad he only has one node, The Flash. I still don't understand why he only has one node. He should have <laughs> more as a, again, character you're getting pretty much right when you start the game off with. He's yep. one of the very first unlocks you get, but you have no way of farming him until... Jeez, I don't even remember where his node's at. Uh, <laughs> this is terrible. But no, it, he's a much later in the game farm. Like, I just got him to L3, and I've been playing the game since year one. <laughs> yeah, I just I just got him to five stars and been playing since April, and I had to buy the $2 pack when it came out for that. But he's what? He is the end note of Chapter 4 Heroic. Yep. And that is the only one that he has. And I had to actually, I, I wanted to look that up for this, a specific reason of n not giving wrong information. Right. right I right. don't want to say he's like, oh, God, he's like, like chapter seven. No, he's chapter four, last chapter four, node. Last node, yep. The problem with that is he's also required to have a team that's a, eh, it's an 8K team that you're going to go up against all together with enemy power. But that's going to take at least a, Six, five to six k player power team making the decisions to do that, so he's not one you're going to be able to get right off the bat and farm, especially right. probably farm at a three star level, and to where you can be, just hit auto. He might be one that eventually you leave to the back burner as you get. Um, well, you're definitely going to stop using him because he's not easy to farm. Um, but like early legendary, he's great especially with Lex because he's constantly buffing he's constantly there's constant buffs going on which enables Lex and Lex enables him by giving him speed ups right and I was going to say the out of turn attacks the out of turn can attacks can get out of out of hand fast with him they don't do a lot of damage but woo <laughs> he can keep going um i like i like his kit i like the kit as is um I, I, I really enjoy the way they made him. I just got him to L3 because the Blue Lantern Flash skin pop dropped, and that gave me just enough to L3 him. And um, I jumped on that immediately and brought him to G10. Um, and I don't regret it, and I'll never regret it. Um, because now he has debuff immunity every time he buffs. <laughs> I jumped after his skin because he is a character I'm going to be working on. It's just, I, I honestly, he is on my very short list next to Hawkgirl and Black Adam that need more than one node, or a secondary way of getting him for new and mid maybe Maybe players. rotate out some of the yeah. uh, Alliance Store characters. You know what? Just just rotate out the 27 sh you know nodes that Cyborg has and, <laughs> and give me at right. least one or two for some other characters. Um, or so the same moving... could be said about Harley. Or the same yep. could be said about... Yep. Alright, so next is um, going to be an obvious one that is Black Adam. So Black Adam, you see a lot in the game. Um, a lot of people have him at high legendaries, and he he's annoying to fight. He's a good tune, um, but again, he is chapter eight, last node. He's expensive to farm, and has I I am going to say this, and I'm sorry, this is probably going to be another one of those. Oh my god, he just say that comments. He has the worst RNG for that node to continue to farm for somebody who's trying to get through everything and get other characters. That it's just even to me, he he sits at like three fourths of the way to being unlocked because yep. I 
at that point, for every three of him I could do, I could farm six of the regular Chapter 8 nodes and get better rewards from. And, yep, and get green rings. Yeah, get green rings, get my XP for my account, all of that out of that. Instead of only, and you know, instead of burning 60 on just him and getting maybe one shard. I don't know, I've yeah. gone days where 60 energy gets me nothing. Right. Right. He's incredibly hard to farm. The reason why I have him on my background farm list is that if you can get him, he's a good tune. But it's getting him that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you can get him, he's a great dude. But... <laughs> but good luck getting him. Um, those people who have been playing the game since year one and have him, awesome. Because obviously um, sales have come up through the years and they're able to buy him up. But um, slow farming, he's just hard to get. So yeah, speaking of Black Adam, it's, it, it is one of those characters where if you can farm him and you can actually get good returns from his node without burning through too many gems to get there, by all means go for it. But if you have the RNG that we have, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, if streamer RNG is a thing, we both suffer from the short end of that stick. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. Um, the, um, and, and if one of your ways to farm tunes is during raids, I mean, it's expensive, but you can do it. I wouldn't advise it. Because <laughs> uh, there are cheaper ways to farm in raids. Speaking of raids and farming things for raids, um, please do not do what I did, which was push for top 500. If you're where I'm at in the game, um, yeah. highly don't advise that. I did that just to see if it was possible. It is, uh, but the cost value to what I got probably would have been easier if I just farmed it without raid going on. <laughs> to I be fair, during an atom raid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not just not just an atom raid, but a scarecrow atom raid. Atom raid, yeah. <laughs> All right, um, we got a few more to go through, and then we will wrap this up. Uh, next up on my uh, background farm is Hot Girl. Great tune. Uh, yeah, I can't speak. I can't speak anything but volumes about how awesome she has turned my roster around. Um, definitely allows you to punch up. Um, it's because of the stuns. The yeah, stuns God, alone. the stuns. If she wasn't bugged and she actually got her turn meter off of anything being stunned, would be amazing. Like she would mm -hmm. be nonstop just blasting stuns and taking turns am i upset she's bugged still after so many years i it's one of those things where it'll get fixed when it gets fixed i mean dead horse beating beyond they may that not get fixed until she gets reworked. right uh, <laughs> on the flip side of that it goes back to without honestly without manhunter lead i can't advise farming her from her node unless she's your slow farm right because well, that's why all this is. This background farm is all slow farm. Well, actually, actually, I can't advise that because I am forgetting something because I am being silly. We've got Hal Jordan, who has a stun on his, what, third? Yep. Uh, yep. So he actually does become a good lead to have her under. Yep. Uh, Lex can work because of his speed up when buffs and everything. It just takes yep. a little bit more working in order to get her work to work right. that way under him. Right. Uh, but yeah, she but she's has... good under Martian Manhunter and Hal Jordan. Yes. Yep. Um, 
And then if you can, if you have Kilowog, add that to the mix, and it's just hey, hey, look at my stun squad. <laughs> yeah, there's so many characters that I've wind up uh, switching out depending on the need for it. Yep. You've got Artemis, you can switch in and out. You've got Kilowog, you can switch in and out. Circusy, you can switch in and out. Yep. Catwoman, you can switch in and out. I almost said Catgirl. Uh, Killer for some Frost reason. is another stun team. Uh, Killer Frost is ridiculous. Yep. Um, if you're going against heavy reds or just people you want to burn fast, you bring her in and watch as she just constantly out of turn attacks people that are stunned. And, and she's another red alert farm. Yeah. So that's and another background a, farm. She doesn't come up super often, but she's there. Yeah, so, and she's one that, when she does come up super often, you just get a ton of shards of her at one time. Yep. And yep. if she doesn't come up super often, I still wouldn't be like, hey, drop a bunch of gems on getting her, because no, the next month you'll just wind up getting her. Yeah. Don't sleep on farming her is pretty much the story. Uh, with these background oh. farms, don't sleep on farming them when you can. Um, it's just that, especially the ones that pop up in Red Alerts, because those will be easier than the ones that only have one node. I mean, hell, since starting um, in April, she's already L4 for me. So yeah, yeah, that's that's how much she shows up without having to reset her every time she's in red alert. So, yeah. and then there's Wonder Woman, Princess of Themyscira. Um, only one node. Um, she is a good tune, but I think I think if you can background farm her, I would still do it. I did the, you know, holding head in shame moment there, yeah, because I feel like her one node is great because it's early on, end of chapter yep. three. Yep. It, so she's she's perfect for just blasting out the energy needed because it's only f- what forty eight or thirty six for her one of the two I think it's thirty six yeah yeah it's thirty six for her uh, to just farm her every day and re- drop the twenty five gems and refresh it if you want to it's it's not a impact on anything as much as some of the later farms are yep but I I will go on and say this most of her deals have sucked we've seen recently yes. And the anniversary one wasn't bad, but it didn't make me jump on it. Yeah, the anniversary was when it ba- that wasn't bad, except for <laughs> the fact that I looked at it and was like, "I know what's going to happen if I get this." So let's right, die. right. Um, no, I, I. If any of the Wonder Woman characters gets a rework outside of Champion of the Amazons, which desperately needs one. Because mm-hmm. um, there needs to be at least one of the three characters that shows off her ability to do damage, and that yep. one should be it because that's the character that is designed for that. Exactly. Uh, if any of them deserve a rework outside of her, it would be Princess of, Sk- of the Mascara, only due to the fact that a small stat boost would take her from A to S real fast, mm-hmm. and. Come on, really? We need at least one of the trilogy in S tier. We need one of the Trinity, yeah. Yeah, we need one of the Trinity in S tier. Just one. That's all we're asking for is just one, <laughs> or at least at a, or at least at a playable level to where I don't have to have Pot in lead in order for right. her to be good. Yep. Because there are some way better leads, and I'm sorry for saying that, but there are again another reason why she's a background farm mm-hmm. and not on my farm list. Um. All right, the next, let's, the next three are red alert only. Um, they're background farms because even if they come up often, um, which two of the three don't, um, they're still worth farming. So the one that comes up fairly often, um, and he's a background farm because um, you, you see him quite a bit, but he's not a priority, at least for me, is Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing is a good character. He's a, he's a really good character. I've used him before. 
I've been, I enjoy using him, but I have characters that I would prefer to use over him. That being said, I think he's a good one to farm, especially for beginning and mid-tier. I feel like the reason why he is a background farm for me is he takes higher legendaries to get to where he needs to be at. Yep. And then on top of that, by the time you get him to where he needs to be, you have a either high damage blue unlocked, like Etrigan, and good to mm-hmm. go, or yep. you already have a high level support blue in Star Satfire that's taken what he can do and doing it better now. So right. He's good in red squads, so you got White Lantern, Sinestro, him, and Cersei. Everyone's coming back from the dead. Oh, I just made a horrible <laughs> cringe face on that because I don't even want to think about that team. and then you throw black mask into the mix for all the debuffs when you kill the other characters right (laughs) it's awful I hate fighting it but I see why it works it's terrible (laughs) it makes me want to break my phone (laughs) yeah I I just think the issue with Swamp Thing is, is while he's fantastic and he works well it's the fact that he just he gets out shadowed fast Yes, he does. And while good or bad, that yeah, it it, it is what it is with him. It is what it is. I, I he's still on my farm list. He's still worth farming. Um, I just think eventually you're going to put him on the back burner, and you're going to be using other characters, unless you make that res team your primary team, which I have seen people do, and every time I see it, it makes me cry. <laughs> And then at that point, you're probably going to have Chemo at a usable level to put Chemo in that squad, which is going to make people cry even more. So yep. it's yep. like, again, he, he see, he gets even outshadowed in a team that's pretty much designed for him, and it's, oh. I don't know, it's weird. And yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> All right, next up is the one you've t- brought up several times, Catwoman. Catwoman is a good background farmer. Yeah, opinion. absolutely. She comes up in red alerts. I don't think she's a farm that I would... If it wasn't for Asriel, I don't think I would have cared enough to get her. But uh, I, you've seen her come up a couple times, and she mm-hmm. can do some work. But as you get her unlocked, and as you get her ringed, and as you get her geared, it's it, she's got so much working for her that I hate to say to never get her. Right. And I laugh but at that because... She's the background farm. Something to work on in the background. Yeah, and I mean, you're ready to use her. She's good to go. Her basic steals all awareness and true sight. Her third applies stun and purge all buffs. She's got speed ups. She's got everything, including turning invisible. It's just she's it, meant to piss you off. Yeah, it, it's hard to say don't go for her because she is that necessary counter to Azrael. And she is a... a lot in mid in the end game, no. Right. But again, like, counter to Azra, like you're saying, um, it sounds like she's a good Martian Manhunter counter as well. She can purging be. the awarenesses. She can be. Yeah. The only issue she has with Martian Manhunter is m- the same issue most normal base damage tunes have. They have right. a really low intellect. <laughs> he just tears right, them apart. Right, right. Yeah. But and, it, Infinity disadvantage is a thing. Natu- that's like a natural. Yeah, that's a natural thing that you're gonna have to deal with anyway. I mean, that's why I, as much as I want to say, hey, this six day challenge with Giganta is something you want to do, but at the (laughs) same point, I'm like, and take her in front of Lex, who puts up, you know, debuff immunity on her, and she's a sitting duck because (laughs) 
she can't get her affinity boosts, and yeah. Yeah. And then last, but not least, another one who has come up at least once during this podcast, Harley Quinn quite vexing. As being raid support, absolutely. Um, yeah, a good background farm, because she does damage, her kit it works really well. As being a raid support character for especially low... Actually, I wouldn't even say just low in early game. For being support from early game all the way up to end game. Mm-hmm. She's been in more squads than I can count. And she's been one of those that... Although we still have no idea what the derivatives are for agility downs and all that, and agility ups and everything, uh, she is... She does what she's supposed to when she's in there. She's got the call assist. She's got everything. It's She hits hard, too. Yeah. <laughs> she can hit. She can slap. She can slap. Well, she's got the apply three affinity resist down. She does the true damage bump. She does the extra strength. Up. Uh, that's what she does. She does the extra strength up. Mm-hmm. As well as, you know, dot critical hit. Yeah, she does the ability down, like I thought, and calls an assist okay. on her second. Yeah. I wish we had, outside of knowing that it's 10% defense, what agility down does. The derivatives would make a lot more sense there. We can mm-hmm. kind of, like Doom was talking about, we can kind of gauge that it's going to take X amount of damage off, like maybe 200 or 300 or 400, but having that percentage would be great. Uh, right. But we're stat... Well, at least I'm stat guy. <laughs> uh, I'm not a stat guy. I, I know what my characters can do, and I enjoy playing them. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not a number cruncher. I'm the stat guy who's like, okay, if I only knew the percentage of that actual damage it took off. Like, we know it's 10% defense down, but is that... But we don't even damage. know what the defense stat right. is. So. We have a defense number, so 900 and it takes off 90. Cool. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, exactly. Does that mean but it that... takes off... If a move would be 4,000 damage, it takes off 200 from it? Is that where it's taking the 90 off? We Yeah, I wish, I, I wish we knew that part. So right. we know how many to stack to make a difference, and then you could actually judge and base whether or not you want to continue to use that move or whatever. Right. Tangent, sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's all right. That's all right. Um, but, um, yeah, so that's the end of my list. I don't know if you had anyone else, but that's pretty much... I mean, honestly, it's a lot of characters. It is a lot of characters to farm, but in my opinion, they're worth farming. No, because then we hit that area where it's like, okay... You really do actually want to farm Alan Scott. Yeah, you really want to do farm Mary Shazam. You, you want to get those guys because they're just phenomenal pieces in teams that can really run asunder when they go off. Right. But, hey, we have no options of farming them, so kind of why discuss it? Right. Especially for are, early. Like you said, these are the ones that are easiest to farm. Right, especially for early players who are looking at that like, I don't even see deals for these guys. What are you talking about? Right. We'll talk about those when they come around. <laughs> right, right. Um, but, I mean, that's all I've got. Um, so, unless you've got anything else, I think we can wrap this one up and wrap it up a nice little bow and get it out to the masses. And present it to everybody. And then... Yeah. Oh, actually, I do have one more thing to discuss real fast Why we have everybody's attention now that we've oh. rambled for like an hour and something. <laughs> so... Hey, this is what they wanted. This is what they asked for. <laughs> We do have between the two of us. We're gonna. I'm gonna plug this because I think it's time for those that don't know. Because various reasons, maybe you only listen to YouTube 
videos or whatnot, um, we both do have streams, and we both do streams from that mid-game perspective, and we both do streams from different parts of mid-game. Uh, you know, drop in. Sure, yeah. Ask those Definitely. questions live. So we have something to... Oh, what's the great way of saying it? Uh, making me forget that my RNG is complete crap and bot teams are killing me. Uh, <laughs> I joke, uh, but not really. Um. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, um, it's easy to find us on Twitch. Um, just look for our names, which are going to be on the uh, on the podcast anyway. Um, from what I understand, understand um, you know, you'll probably see a link to our Twitches anyway. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely drop by when we're on. And, and if not, uh, Discord names are the same. Yep. Drop a follow. That way you'll know when we come online, um, on Twitch. And uh, yeah, we're we're not hard to find. And uh-huh. uh, if you're really interested in a little bit more in-depth perspective and conversations that aren't getting derailed as much as some other mm-hmm. Discords, uh, drop by. Ask for the link to our Discord. And have those conversations because we've already gotten quite a few great ones in there that came yep. down to something like this. So yeah, just and talk reach about out. any other nerd things you want to talk yeah. about. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's a safe haven. I mean, I'm for also nerds. a Transformers nut. Come talk Transformers with me. Um, but yeah, so yeah, um, Pretensus is pretens- um, You know, Twitch.tv backslash Pretensus Gaming. I am Twitch.tv backslash Rundown zero one five. Come hang out with us on Twitch. Um, and we can go more in depth into these things. Otherwise, these podcasts would be hours long. And I have a stream to get ready for in 20 minutes. So we got to wrap this baby up. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up with this one. And the other thing is we both do on our Twitches games outside of DCL. Uh, we're turning some days into, I know, yeah, we both have done it actually, uh, community yeah. days where people from the community are more than welcome to participate in the gameplay. And you know, doing RimWorld series where we're naming characters after viewers and... Maybe we'll do an Among Us Day or... Among Us Day, something like that. You know, things that just break the frustrations of everything that we have to go through with DCL. It's a labor of love. We get frustrated, but it's a labor of love. We love the game. We love the community. It's getting Uh, frustrated more with the game. There wasn't a community to back it up. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, obviously thanks to the WROL guys for giving us a platform to talk about this stuff. Remember, guys, hate mail's going to say it um, before, but in his disclaimer, but our opinions are ours alone. Yeah. They do not reflect WROL's opinions. Um, if you have anything controversial to say, say it. To, send it to hate yeah. mail anyway. No, I'm just kidding. Send it to, <laughs> send it to let, us. Let us, let us both address the, uh, the, the white elephant with that. Um, neither of us are actually under the WROL banner. We are... No, partnered with them making this podcast so it's not them you need to yell at (laughs) yeah they're they're putting it on their platform for us so in a way they're 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 sponsoring our podcast by giving us a platform to talk on yes um and we thank them for that so hopefully you guys enjoy this episode i am rundown 015 and with me for the first two episodes (laughs) so far um unless one of us you know just chokes on something and goes away. Intense is gaming. Absolutely. Uh, all right. <laughs> We're getting punchy now. Let's wrap yeah. this up. All right. Everyone have a great night. 
um, or a great day whenever you're listening to this. And hopefully your RNG is merciful to you than it is to us. And whatever you do, do it with love. Be safe. Have fun. All will be well. See you guys. Hi, this is Kitty Little. Thank you for listening to this episode of WROL Broadcast. If you like to the show, please check out patreon.com slash WROL Broadcast and find out how to get cool perks. You know, I sent Kaget nudes. He thought I was cold and sent me a shirt. Thank you, Kaget.